This is... It's my show. But not my show. Hi, I'm the Bluesman and I'm grateful that you've tuned into the show today. I hope you be blessed, stay blessed and stay tuned. Yes, that's me, the Bluesman. So the social media platforms you can find us in... Um, Facebook for the Facebook lovers that's Active FM, Twitter for, for the tweeters that's Active FM, Instagram for the grammars that's Active FM triple seven, TikTok for, for the TikTokers I think Active FM, Spotify for the fires, the spotties I don't know yeah Active FM yeah thank you, you can just uh, contact us through Active FM uh, let uh, let us know what you think about the show so who was the fastest runner in the race? Adam, he was the first in the human race. <laughs> what time of the day was Adam created? Just a little before Eve. Okay, um, yes, this, this, this is the second last one. Why didn't they play cards on the arc? Let me drum roll for you. Because Noah was always standing on the deck. Get it? <laughs> so, uh, the last one. Why didn't Noah ever go fishing? Ah, that one I'll tell you guys next week. <laughs> yes, uh, it will keep you curious. Why didn't Noah ever go fishing? Well, I'm done with the jokes now, so we can get into the message. I hope you guys get blessed by the message. I'm going to hand over to Rwando now. He will preach a powerful message to you guys. Thank you. Reading from John chapter 20 verse 19 says on the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for the fear of the Jewish leaders Jesus came and stood among them and said peace be with you. This is incredible. This is amazing, especially for our time where we find ourselves. But, you know, we always find ourselves in this situation. Obviously, most of the time it doesn't happen externally. It happens internally when you, you're just, you know, facing stuff in your life. When you're facing, you know, things and you are in the lockdown within yourself. And the whole thing, you know, about behind the bars is actually, you know, you behind your face, you behind, you know, this uh, a reputation that you give to people, you know, how people, you know, uh, perceive you based on how they see you, based on, on what you wear, you say. You see what I'm saying? But the understanding is that behind what you say, behind, uh, 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 on how, behind on how you look, there's actually life. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that life behind our face, that people, our faces that people, you know, see daily, the, 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 the life behind that is normally different from what people see. You know what I'm saying? And you can see someone like laughing with their friends and all that. But, you know, behind that person, uh, as face, expression, there's just thoughts of suicide. That's how it is. You know what I'm saying? And most of the times we get discouraged because, you know, you, that's, where the, that's actually the place where you feel alone because there's no one who's always there, you know, to encourage you all the time to say, yeah, you can do this and this and this and this. And thoughts, they just connect. And thoughts, as I always say, you know, thoughts, they carry emotions, emotions that, you know, they bring us down. Do, do you know what I'm saying? And so the most important thing, the most incredible thing is to be able to find yourself behind the bars is to be able to have freedom you know behind the bars and i want to speak about someone 
will seize you behind the bars. That's that's the whole thing. He sees you behind the bars. God sees you behind the bars. He sees what's hurting you. He sees your state, where you are, and how things they look like. You you know what I'm saying? And most of the time. It's like, yeah, but you guys, you always preach about, you know, how I feel, all that, you know, about my pain, about my head, about having freedom from this. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, that's, that, that's what life is about. To be honest, that's what life is about. And most of the times, uh, um, yes, we can say, um, sometimes, as a, especially as a Christian, you can't be you know, uh, living in comfort, you know, always wanting to feel good, controlled by your emotions. So we have that, you know, process of sacrificing our emotions. But I believe we still do that for, you know, for the reward. I don't know what to call it, like specific word, but we still do that for something that feels good eternally. Because you're going to be in heaven and in heaven, you do it because you want to be in heaven and you always want to be happy forever. You always want to have joy forever. That's still, you know, it's still for your emotions. You know, they, they are part of you, but you sacrifice this, you know, short terms, pleasures, you know, feelings for what? Emotions for what? For something that's eternal, for, for a feeling that's eternal, which is, is part of eternity. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember one of the atheists so there was a debate between the Christians and the atheist guys. So Christian guys, we call them apologetics. And what happened there, one of the guys uh, the, the, is like the biggest guy, leader of the atheists at the moment. Um, and he spoke about, you know, the fact that yeah, you can preach that, you know, um, Jesus believing in the Lord, you know, will help you to have eternal life but he said it's not true it's just to 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 make you feel good at that moment and all that you know what i'm saying and one of the things i realized out of that is that you know but if you don't deal with people's emotions if you don't deal with people's death this is the problem that they're facing you know people's emotions hope that they want in life it's it's the life that they want you know what i'm saying and you can say you know yes it, it, it may make them feel good for that moment but really it, it doesn't matter because it's not true it's not a fact you know people will die will end that's the end of them you know what i'm saying yes because you say you know there will be life after death it doesn't mean it's true yes you make them feel good you give them a fall hope but then at, at the same time is that telling them that you're not solving their problems because end of the day we want you know to know where we're going we want something more we want to feel good we want hope that's that's how we are is people doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter if you are a gangster out there you still have hope you know to 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 do more wrong things and opportunities getting money and all that we don't actually encourage that because it's wrong specific against the it's against the bible it's against the word of god it's against our nature as people but what i'm saying is here is something our life they always involve our emotions our lives they always involve you know us having hope our lives they always involve you know feeling good you know uh, 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 doing good things and doing uh, people doing good things to us and stuff like that but it's always being in, in that right state you know of satisfaction so for me the most important thing is that you know 
where you discourage, where you feel hopeless, where you feel like, you know, if it's the end, what, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? And the point is that God sees you just behind the bus. God sees you where you, you, you're struggling as a person. And um, now looking at, at, at Jesus, if you look at the disciples, it, it was very bad. They were actually in the lockdown in fear of being killed. Like today we're in fear of being killed by the, the coronavirus. You see what I'm saying? They were in the lockdown. But it's amazing that though they were there and no one else could see them, even though no one else could see them, they were still living in pain. They were still living in fear. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus, the reason why Jesus Christ could just appear like that is because he could see them. He saw them behind the bars. He saw them in the lockdown. And what happened is that Jesus appeared just in the midst. Just in the midst of it. Just in the midst. Sometimes, you know, God doesn't just appear in the midst of your problem, but he appears also in the midst of who you are. Because... The most important thing that God cares about, it's not your problem, it's who you are. He solves your problem because he cares about you. And God sees you. He sees you more than your problem. He sees you right where you are. And that's the most important thing that as people you know, we always need to get to know that God sees you. And if scientifically, if you, you look at, uh, at what Jesus did, you, you're not going to prove that. You know, it's, it, 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 it's something that's beyond our reasoning. That's someone, you know, the reason why we're hopeless, the reason why we're hurting, the reason why, you know, uh, uh, sometimes even as Christians, you know, we're discouraged because we don't see how God would actually help us in this, in this problem. It's, it, it actually seems beyond than our God. You know what I'm saying? When you don't see how God will come through for you, we, we, we get discouraged, we, we get challenged within ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Because if that thing was actually, if you look at a miracle, and that miracle would actually be scientifically proven, then we would have hope to say, yeah, but it can come this way. You know, it's, it's possible for God. But the fact that even science cannot prove, you know, that miracle, Jesus just appeared without getting through the door opening, knocking, there's a key. No, it just appeared in the midst of it. And that's the thing to say, you know, even when it seems impossible with your situation, even when your situation cannot be solved by anything, by science, by, you know, uh, expertise in, in solving problems, whatever problems that we can face, you know, the doctors and all that. But the thing is, Jesus can do it. He did it, he can do it, and uh, but he always goes beyond, you know, uh, uh, what we can uh, beyond our reasoning, you know, beyond our uh, our perception about life and how we try to figure out things, and, and Jesus always does that. You know what I'm saying? And to say Jesus can just appear in the impossible, he he can be in the midst. You know what I'm saying? He sees you. You call upon him. You give him your heart. He can be in the midst. And you will just see the impossible. He will come. He will come for you. And maybe some people, I had people like someone, young person committing suicide because of where we are, the virus and all the people being alone. And all. you don't have to be. 
you don't have to be crying and and leaving behind you know you you it's just there in your heart when no one sees and you're crying you helpless and all that because there is someone who sees you and to be honest sometimes you want to speak things you know give me facts give me you know all this you know hardcore things and all that but uh, you know life just hits you simple challenges they hit you simple you're hopeless you don't see the future you don't see yourself making it your girlfriend dumped you and all that you know what i'm saying and life hits you simple and you know it hits you and jesus can just fix the life simple you know sometimes you make life so hard but jesus just makes things so easy you know and that's the most important thing we need to do let's get to jesus he is the answer my night turns into a day so i'll be reading from genesis 28 verse 13 uh, to 18 well i'm gonna just read from verse 10 rather which says jacob left beersheba uh i don't know how to pronounce it probably but uh, yeah beersheba and set out for haran when he reached a certain place he stopped for the night because the sun had set taking one of the stones there he put it under his head and lay down to sleep he had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying on. Your descendants will be like the dusk of the earth and you will spread out the west uh, you'll spread out to the west and to the east to the north and to the south all people on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring i am i am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and i will bring you back to this land i will not leave you until i have done what i have pro- i have promised to do verse 16 when jacob uh, awoke from his sleep he thought surely the lord is in the place and i was not aware of it he was afraid and said how awesome is this place this is none other than the house of god this is the gate of heaven verse 18 says early the next morning jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it he called that place bethel Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I set up as a pillar will be God's house and of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. With the topic, my night turns into a day. Night time is usually where people you know think about stuff usually when people fear you know not not everyone likes the dark i mean the you know deep down inside not everyone loves the dark so my night turns into day picture it as my bad time times where i'm thinking i'm down turns into joyful times for example when jacob reached that certain place he stopped for the night because the sun had set so he, he decided to sleep and while he was laying down um he was laying down but if if you read further in the verse yeah he was actually saying if god let me just find the verse quick yeah it's verse 20 then jacob made a vow saying if god will be with me and will watch over me 
over this journey I am taking and will give me and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear. Uh, so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God. So basically, if you get it from there, you can, you have a sense of Jacob was a bit frightened of this journey he was taking. He was a bit stressful about will he have food to eat, clothes to wear, will he return safely to his father's household. So when he was lying down that night, all that probably must have been running through his head. So what we need to see here is, when everything like that was going down, when his situation was also in a night time, in a dark time, that's when God stepped in and turned that night time into day. So let me read further uh, to explain. So during his um, night time, when he was asleep, when he was thinking about all this stuff, he had a dream. And that dream, he saw a stairway resting on the earth with which uh, the, uh, the top was heaven. And the angels were ascending and descending from it. And God stood there and, 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 you know, blessed him there, if I can say it that way. Because it says um, in verse 13b, I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. So he blesses him in his time of, of you know, uh, thinking, if I can put it that way. So never ever think God will never answer your prayers because he'll always answer it at the right time. This was the perfect time because the land he was resting on was um, Jacob didn't even know that that was going to be the land he will get and his descendants will, will get. He didn't know that. He was still worried about um, being looked after, being safe, having something to eat. But in that moment, it was so unpredictable, but yet the perfect time. Just remember, God's time is unpredictable to man, but is the perfect time even though we do not know it. So this story here shows that God, God is always watching over us. And uh, in verse 16 says, When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I, I was not aware of it. So more in, in times of, of need, in times of difficulty, normally we don't see God in the place. But God is there with you. Uh, I can reference this to verse 16. I'll read it again. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid. And he said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. So after we get uh, the blessing from God, you know, it's so easy to say, um, uh, let me give a, uh, well, I, I wouldn't say a bad example, but let me just give this example. Um, so for a soccer player in general, a soccer player goes and scores while his teammate, his teammate helps him to score a goal. He scores, he points at himself. I did it, I did it, I did it. And, and to us, that looks normal. Do you know why? We all do that. That's why after the blessing, we need to be different. After we scored that goal, we need to be different. We need to honor God. Here, he says, uh, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Jacob could have easily said, this is my place. Because God said he'll bless him with the place. He could have easily said, this is my place. Uh, this is my descendant's place. But he pointed all honor and praises to God. Verse 18 says, Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed his head and set, up, set it up as a pillar and poured oil on it. 
he called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. So at the end of this verse, but at the end of verse 20, 21, yes, verse 21 says, So that I returned safely to my father's household. Verse 22 says, And this stone that I had set up as a pillar will be God's house, and all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. So you can see uh, 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 Jacob is very grateful. He decides to give. Uh, he doesn't hold back because he knows God has given him more. So he decides to give back thanks. It's very important for us to give back thanks because that's when blessing comes. Imagine if Jacob had a different mindset uh, to, to what we read here. Imagine if he had a different mindset. God would have knew if I bless him with this, Jacob will always say it's mine. Jacob won't give me the... You see, it's important to have an attitude of, 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 of thanks, thanksgiving. It's very important to have that um, even though you're going through a tough time, I can, or as I'm ending here, I can give an example with my granny. Um, I live with my granny. So with my granny, there's times where we have nothing, but she still gives out. You know, most of the time you don't understand why, but you understand afterwards when things just start coming. And, and you know, it's not like we're asking for the things are just coming in the house. We had nothing. Now the, f the fridge is full. We gave our last burrowos away, but now we have the whole uh, fridge full. So it's very um, important to give thanks, even though what you have may seem small because your God that you serve is way bigger than what you think you're going through. Amen. So that's why I'm going to end it. I'm going to give to Luando now. Thank you. If you want to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, because you want him behind the bars, you know, behind the face that people see behind, you know, your, your, your expression and what people think about you. And we, we see it, you know, in the world, how people like famous people will be performing and all that. But if you look at their secret life, they're crying and all that. And that's how we are as people. You need a friend. You need a friend in your secret place where no one sees where you're hurting. And she says, I am the friend. I see you. If you trust me, if you give your life to me, I can actually be with you in your secret place. So I, I, I give an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, right now at this moment. Say, dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Fill me, God, with your grace, with your love, with your peace, with your forgiveness. As you live in me, I believe that you died, you were raised from the dead, believing with my heart, confessing with my mouth, and you were taken to heaven. And right now, you are seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for me. In Jesus' name, I pray for the baptism, the uh, fulfillment, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. May God bless you. Don't forget to visit our website, www.activefm.co.za, our Facebook page, forward slash at activefm777, and also our Instagram page at activefm777, our Twitter at activefm. God bless you. Live, right here on ActiveFM. We bring to you the Active Worship Inception album. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice that your word unfading. I've been set free
can stream the album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info.
I'm so glad you made a 